Hello, and welcome to your Pointers for Parents podcast, where we support parents with anxiety as it relates to teens transitioning out of the home after high school, whether they're heading off to the college campus, the military base, or it could simply be residential interdependence. As you all know, I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Lloyd, and today's episode, we will talk with a mother, a school counselor, a coach who has her own masterclass, and her name is Ann Alvarez. Ann, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. And listen, let me lean in and tell you just a little bit about Anne. She is a masterful parenting program coach, as mentioned before, a school counselor, teacher, and a mom of two. She has over 15 years working with teens as a high school counselor. That's a lot of years. So she's experienced. She knows what teens need, what they struggle with, and how they think and feel about things. Uh, in her masterful parenting program, Anne helps parents to heal from their childhood pain so they can nurture healthy relationships with their children through relational parenting. So I'm so excited about the information that she'll share with us today. So, so Anne, if you can just dive right in and just share with us, you know, and before we go to any of that, you know, just so that our listeners are able to know you, you know, do you have maybe a morning routine or do you have a favorite book or a favorite quote of any kind? I can answer both uh, questions. Like I do have a morning routine. I, I, um, I pray and I spend time with God every morning. Uh, God helps me a lot uh, with a lot of the struggles that I've gone through in my life. And especially like, it's scary having your own business and I, I need direction from him. So I do talk to him every day, every morning before I start my day. But the book that has really changed my life is God is with you, Max Licato, mm. God is with you. I read it every day because it, it has a uh, a devotional for every single day of the year. And it, it actually helps ground me and gives me a message to carry that day. So Max Licato, God is with you every day. That is like my favorite book that's changed my life. And he's a phenomenal speaker, author, expositor of the word. I have listened to him. So I'm so glad that's your favorite book. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm sure you in it in his words and his quotes, all of that is, is so uh, intuitive. Yes, it makes you want to lean in because of its insightfulness. So thank you so much for even sharing with us an author that I'm familiar with. So fantastic. So I'm curious to know this, um, like which when we talk about just pain and emotional struggles and all of that, uh, then which emotional struggles experienced by pains uh, can hinder teens from being successful uh, moving forward in their lives? Which would you say? Uh, I would say parent worry is like number one. I think when we come from a place of worry and fear, then we can't really parent or support our children in their journey as young adults, because they are going to do things they've never done before. And we cannot be fearful. We have to be encouraging and supportive when they do these new things. But I totally understand the parent fear. I have parent fear, like my oldest is 23. And he is an adventurer. In fact, he's going on a trail hike 
this next week by himself and he's really prepared. Uh, but yeah, of course, I'm, I'm nervous. Like, is something bad going to happen to him? But I know he is not going to be the man he is meant to be if I give my fear to him. What I want is I want him to be the man that he is meant to be. And that is confident, doing things on his own, uh, venturing out, doing things that he's never done before. That will bring him to the man that is, you know, he's supposed to be. And we don't want to hinder our children with our own fears. You're absolutely right. And sometimes we don't even know what our fears are and we may place them on them. So allowing them to take healthy risks, it's it's healthy in itself. So I totally, totally agree. So when we talk about those um, those fears and we talk about, you know, even just, you know, the stress that we may have that our kids that, you know, we want to avoid placing on our kids. What would you say could then strengthen our mental health. Um, whereas not only are we able to allow them to live their lives, but then be able to let go when yes. they approach a time, when they arrive at the point where it's time for them to lead our homes. Even. Yeah, I really believe that parents need to know that thoughts are not real. Thoughts are just things in our head. And we can change thoughts because they're not material. They're not real. They are just our thoughts. And we can change our thoughts to empowering thoughts. Like what I did is I said, I want my son to grow up with confidence. I want my son to be the man that he's supposed to be. I want him to live adventurously and not live a small life. Because when we live in fear, we live a small life. So when you're changing that thinking, you like you stop the thought of fear and you replace it with empowering thought of your children and what you want for them. That I think is kind of like the key. And you just have to like monitor. All of us have parent fear. It's normal. It's totally, totally normal. But what we have to do is we can't let the fear take over so that it stifles our children from really growing, right? Mm -hmm. And from really developing and becoming who they're supposed to be in life. I love how you just said that thoughts are not real and they're in our head. So the moment we as parents, we have an awareness of those thoughts, it's important for us to be careful because if it's unreal, then we need to change it immediately before we even begin to act on it. And then our teens see the actions or that's so powerful. That's so powerful. Yeah. So we can change anything that we're thinking before it's displayed. Exactly. That's the power that we have. Once we become aware, we can say, this thought is not helpful. Mm -hmm. How do I change it so that it's actually empowering me and my child? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I totally yeah. get that. That was good. That was totally good. So tell me this, because when we think about our teens and we've already begun to talk about it just a bit because you know, when we're parenting our teens, then we're, we're able to witness and see this emotions and, and social, that whole social emotion type of um, phenomenon, if you will. So how can we identify when and if our teens are even ready for this next phase, uh, this interdependence and um, them leaving our home and, and getting to this next phase? I think we have to let go that they're going to know everything because they will not know everything. So we need to say, okay, they're not going to know everything, but do they know how to find out? Are they confident enough to ask for help? 
Uh, will they come and ask me for help? Do we have a good enough relationship that if they're in trouble, they know they can still call me? You're listening to Your Pointers for Parents podcast, where we support parents with anxiety as it relates to teens transitioning out of the home after high school. To get additional tips tossed and or gems dropped, subscribe to our weekly emails by clicking on the link below. Now back to your Pointers for Parents podcast. Like that's kind of what we have to do because we cannot protect them from everything. Um, and some things they are just going to have to learn by doing, right? So we have to allow them to do that and say, I'm a support for you. Also, I want you to find a support on campus or where you're, where you're going to be. Like know the people that you can go to, have that conversation before they leave home. And then, and then say, I'm always here. I'm a phone call away. So go ahead and call me. Let me know. I, I'm here to help you. Mm-hmm. And when you even say that, that they won't know, they're, they're, they're like they're not going to know, that resonates in my spirit. Whereas like failing is a part of the process and it's okay. Now, do we want them to fail? Like, absolutely not. But like failure has been a part of our lives. And so it's okay that failure is a part of their lives too. Do we want to watch it? No. But would you say it is? I I say like, this is what I say to parents. I say, our kids need to be allowed to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Because if they're not allowed to make mistakes, then they don't grow. And we learn the most valuable lessons really from the mistakes that we we made along the way. So we have to be comfortable as parents to allow our children to make mistakes. They don't have to be perfect. They just have to to recognize that, okay, that was a mistake and that was poor judgment and I need to do better next time. Mm-hmm. That recognition is key. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, programs, resources, those types of things, because earlier you did mention that they just need to know where to go to find those answers and what's out there. So, so those programs, yep, and resources that develop those life skills that they'll need. Like, where, what would you recommend uh, to students for areas such as that, whether it's budgeting or cooking or time management, those domestic and or maintenance skills? I think like, like I can only speak for Canada because in Canada, we do have like a planning 10 course that walks students through resume writing, applying for jobs, career education, budgeting, time management, all of those things. So it's a required course that they have to take upon graduation. They Mm. also have like a grade 12 course that is career related where they do a capstone, we call it a capstone project, where they share something that they're passionate about and they uh, present it to a group. So I I actually taught that uh, this year and it was actually really amazing to see these young people and what they could do. Um, The other thing is like cooking. Cooking we have in grade eight. If there is a cooking class in high school, you need to take it because it's going to help you, right? So parents Mm -hmm. encourage your kids like take a cooking class. (laughs) It's going to help you in life, okay? So yeah, I would highly, highly recommend taking those courses in high school if they're not required just to take them because they're beneficial. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So in high school, yes, before you leave, it would be advantageous. That's for sure. So I know that um, for parents whose teens are leaving, um, a concern for them are just safety 
and just making sure yeah. my teen is saved. And because it's already as though a percentage of, you, of your heart is leaving and will be on the outside of your door. And we know um, the things that happen in this world and to know that our teens are out there and away from us. Uh, what can you speak to just safety measures that ought to be um, that ought to be on the forefront of our minds? Yeah, I think before our children leave home, mm -hmm. we need to teach them about healthy relationships. We need to explain to them that a healthy relationship feels good and an unhealthy relationship doesn't feel good. And that is the gauge for you when you're meeting new people and new friends. If your friends are supportive um, and they, they are uh, uh, good to you, um, that is a healthy relationship. But if you don't feel safe with that person or that person is not good to you or does things um, to use you, manipulate you in some way, that is not a healthy relationship. And once you know the difference, you know that you want to gravitate towards those people that are healthy because they're going to help you in your journey, right? And so choosing friends is super, super important. Kids need to know that you need to choose good friends um, before you leave. And then, like, you have to make sure that uh, you're keeping yourself safe. So, like, I tell my teenagers that um, don't drink with strangers because when you're intoxicated, you do not make good decisions. And I understand, like, you're a young adult, you're going to drink. But can you drink with your friends in a safe environment? Can you drink with your girlfriends or your guy friends in a safe environment um, and never leave your drink alone? I tell this to girls all the time. And the only reason why is because I, I had a student that was raped. Um, and so it's always in my heart, right, to tell girls this because somebody put uh, the date drug into her drink and she didn't know. And so I want girls to know you never leave your drink alone. Mm -hmm. always have it with you. So that's the safety measures I would tell, you know, my own daughter um, and, and son about friendships. Not all people that act like your friend are actually good friends. Mm. Uh, they could be very unhealthy people. Mm. Unfortunately, that is the case. And communicating those thoughts prior to them leaving home is essential. I totally yeah. agree. Well, I am so glad that I just heard a number of tips that were impactful. Thank you very much. That our thoughts are not real. Also, it's okay to take risks. Um, you know, let's avoid imparting our fears and our stresses on our teens. And then also make sure that we have these healthy relationships. I mean, and we're able to recognize them. That is so, so invaluable. So thank you so very much. And so for those who would like to connect with you, Anne, can you please share your handle or how they can reach you if they have further questions that they'd like to share with you? Is it on Instagram? Is it on Facebook? Where would you say? Oh, I'm. I'm everywhere. Like, yay! <laughs> yeah, you can you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. I have a Facebook business page called Masterful Parenting. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm also on YouTube, Masterful Parenting. So if you look up Masterful Parenting and Alvarez, Alvarez with an S, um, you will find me. So I'm on social media, and I'm happy to to connect.
Awesome, awesome. And for those who want to listen to this recording again, know that we're on Instagram at Pointers for Parents, Pointers for Parents. And of course, it is, as you all know, it is a podcast. And if you all want to ask any questions for future episodes, be sure to click on the link down in our show notes and you'll be able to do that. Also, you will want to be here for our next episode where we will recognize what bullying looks like. We want to be clear about that before we transition out of the home. So Thank you so much, Anne, for joining us and sharing this insightful advice. You have been a pleasure. So thank you. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. And until next time, listeners, we will see you then. Take care and be safe. Bye. Pointers for Parents Podcast.